Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And this is the episode where we talk about many things, including the fact that did you hear that the Today Show removed Billy Bush from their sticker pack? I did. But before I get into that, I just want to point out that it's still funny that we continue to struggle <laughs> at describing the episodes We're without numbers. We're not very good at the intro. <laughs> Welcome to the episode where we talk about a lot of things. Good one, Lindsay. Uh, Billy we Bush's... just need to talk. We just need to figure out a format that works for us, and we just have not figured. We have not gone on that journey yet, considering how many episodes we've had. Um. So. Billy Bush's image was removed from the sticker pack, and I mean, I miss him already. I'm devastated. Because <laughs> I was using that picture of him with two thumbs up a lot. Oh, it's so... It wasn't two thumbs up. It was him grabbing his his head. Oh, you're Remember? right. It was... He was going, ah! He's like, ah! Yeah, it's... Yeah. Do we not have... Can we add that to our sticker pack now that they're not using it? We would have to buy rights to that image, which I'm sure we... Actually, I'm sure we could buy rights to a Billy Bush image just so we could do it on like Getty or something. We I just want that it. exact sticker. I want that exact. <laughs> I want like that sticker disappeared from the Today Show pack. We picked it up for our pack exclusive. He's back. That'd be great. Also, the sticker update should be live Monday or Tuesday, guys. Get ready. Oh, yeah. So there's Billy Bush uh, prizes in there. Billy Bush thick thighs, a few other things. You'll be happy to see them. All right. Well, let's get this party started. Let's get this party started. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You will drain us. Um, well now that the party has started, <laughs> did you hear that Toby Maguire recently uh, divorced or recently announced divorce. How do you what, how do you say that? Split from recently split from his wife Jennifer Meyer of nine was years. spotted um, at the party with none other than Sophia Richie. Ah, I saw don't read too much into this because they were at One Oak. They were at a club where a lot of famous people go. Right. And all, it's just one picture of him saying something to her. For all we know, he could be saying, you know, I just, I recently split from my wife and I'm devastated. Um, I have to go. <laughs> Maybe that's all he was saying. He also could be saying, hey, aren't you Lionel Richie's biological daughter? <laughs> hey, didn't you date Justin Bieber briefly earlier this year? <laughs> that's like what you would say to her at the club. <laughs> well, yeah, if I were ever at the club. I know you you're right. The thing about famous people is that they always have to talk to each other, even if they don't know each other. And even if they're not famous for things that overlap, basically, like they are required to acknowledge each other's famousness, mm -hmm. you know, like yeah. you see each other at the club and you're like, oh, I guess that's Toby <laughs> Maguire. And Toby goes, oh, I guess that's like Sophia Richie. Maybe I don't really know who she is. This is the thing. How does so Toby Maguire know who Sophia Richie is? I think they know Lionel Richie. I think they just know the children. It's like, you know your friend's kids, you know? I get, you know your friend's kids? He's friends with Lionel Richie? Yeah. Really? Perhaps. I mean, he's friends with famous people. 
this is just a mysterious one to me, you know, like in a, a dark, crowded club that that Toby <laughs> Maguire finds Sophia Richie. Uh, also, I want to point out how um, you should take our analysis of this with a grain of salt because it sounded like Lindsay was like, here's the thing about being famous and going to the club. Two things you know so much about. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse you, as a seasoned as a seasoned uh, culture critic, I know about famous people going to club, even if I'm not famous and even if I don't go to the club. Going to the club, um, so they they met up. Uh, I wanted to I wanted to bring up the fact that uh, Jennifer Meyer, whom we've discussed before, is endlessly fascinating to me. Um, They've been married for a long time, nine years. They met on the set of Sea Biscuit, <laughs> and then then they had a kid in two thousand six. Then they got married in two thousand seven, and then they announced their split this week but jennifer meyer you might recognize from literally every picture of any 35 to 45 year old white woman in hollywood because jennifer meyer is friends with them and what i found out this week i just assumed it was because of her jewelry like i thought she was just some really great little pr wizard who managed to swindle her way onto the hands and necks of every famous woman in Hollywood. But it turns <laughs> wizard. Well, it turns out there's a missing piece to this, which I did not know until this week. It's that, um, of course, nepotism is involved. Uh, she had a leg up because her father is really, really powerful and rich and famous. He used to be um, the chairman of NBC Universal, excuse me, vice chairman of NBC Universal. He still is. And he used to be CEO of Universal Studios. Mm. So it's like this guy is like Hollywood elite. Um, and that is certainly how Jennifer Meyer got a leg into the industry. But you look up Jennifer Meyer, she is with everyone. She's with everyone. There's, um, did I even paste? Oh, no. Did I not paste the names in? No. Damn it. When I, oh, God. Did you see the Google? doc just then when i clicked paste yeah before i deleted there was a little tweet there i saw but i didn't see what it was it was it was bradley whitford <laughs> wait why would you why did you have i meant bradley to send Whitford's i meant to i meant to your... drop this in earlier and then i was like oh no that's lame because it was just a funny bradley whitford tweet and i was gonna have a comment that i'm just not i'm not gonna you know what I'm not going to comment on I just on love it. that your I just love that your paste got doxxed to me quickly and it was a Bradley Whitford tweet <laughs> and then you were like embarrassed about it so you had to talk about it. Well, okay. So she's friends with Kate Hudson, Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Dakota Fanning. I mean not Dakota Fanning. Dakota Johnson, everyone. It, everyone. Like I said, the description I gave earlier still stands. It's really interesting to me. Um do you have no, anything to say about I Sophia mean, Ritchie? when you're married to someone, you know, Tobey Maguire, despite being like not in really a ton of stuff recently, uh-huh. is a total A-lister. <laughs> when you're married to an A-lister for nine years, you like acquire famous friends. Mm-hmm. And you also, she also probably already had famous friends because yeah. she's this like jewelry designer. But also if you meet like, if you're like, oh, to- Toby's like, oh, meet my wife, Jennifer Meyer. And she's like, I'm a jewelry designer. That's how like essentially people become popular. Right. Um, but moving on. Seriously. Speaking of people who suddenly become popular because they married a famous person, Laura Perlongo had her baby. Oh, um, finally. 
finally, it feels like she's been pregnant for a century. Well, they keep on doing content with it. I mean, it's like everywhere I turn, it's like a picture of Laura Prolongo's belly as an island in a bathtub. <laughs> or a picture of Laura Prolongo's belly as a pumpkin in a pumpkin patch. In a pumpkin patch. patch. That one was particularly horrifying. Neve with his shit-eating grin, like, pointing at it. Or, like, <sighs> gesturing towards it. Or smiling beside it. I mean, I support you if you want to, like, document your pregnancy and, you know, do you the, the every which way you want. If you want to take photos of your baby inside a giant, I don't know, like that photographer, Ann Gettys. If you want to mm-hmm. Ann Gettys the hell out of your child and if you want to draw a <laughs> basketball on your pregnant stomach and have your husband pretend to dunk or something go to a lakers game yeah that is you that is on you this was just like an excruciatingly long process for me personally i'm sort of i mean there's no evidence to point to this but i'm sort of expecting neve to keep making content about this of course this baby like have a little vice documentary about the birth where he sings like what's that what's that What's her name song? What? This Which Woman's song? Work, where he sings This Woman's <laughs> Kate Work. Kate Bush. Where he sing, yeah. Into her vagina or something. Yeah, into into the vagina. <laughs> Wait, that's like an extremely good and accurate thing that he would do. I I mean it almost it almost seems like that's going to get released on Tuesday and um whatever. So, this baby's what's the baby's name? Carla? You said it Clover? Clover. Yeah. Cleo. Oh, we both were close. Letters to Cleo. Mm, Cute. So they had their baby. It's like, we're we're like, phew, they had their baby. No more um, content. And then I realized that there's going to be more content. Okay, so um, speaking of things you should never, ever click on, um, a tweet you should never click on is twitter.com slash Greg Sulkin with two G slash status slash seven eight eight seven nine one eight seven four two two eight zero nine seven zero two four. Because if you click that... You got that, that? Do you want him to repeat it? If you click that URL, if you ever see that URL, run away because it is a photo of Greg Sulkin wearing a Donald Trump-inspired hat that says, grab her by the brain the thing about grab her by the brain (laughs) the single thing about grab her by the brain aside from it being extremely misguided is that it is a movement that's the best part grab her by the (laughs) brain.com it is a movement started by a woman like it has a founder and it's literally just a hat that says grab her by the brain so this hat has a company and the company has a founder and the founder is a woman so there's just many levels to what to this like phrase that everyone is kind of laughing at because greg sulkin is such like a c-list celebrity right now so uh-huh. everyone's like who the hell is this and <laughs> grab her by the brain and da 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 but then when you go back it's like even kind of worse you know mm-hmm. it's um bad. so you can like buy this hat i guess and be a woke bay if you guys remember who greg sulkin is i can like remind you does anyone care <laughs> do you care do you remember all, who he is? all you need to know is that he was bella thorne's ex He's Bella Thorne's ex, and he himself is an actor in, like, a few things. But since Bella Thorne and him have broke up, which was only maybe a month ago, it feels like a lifetime ago. <laughs> yeah. Because she is now flaunting her oh, boyfriend all over the internet. I think they broke up. Honestly, do you know that 
DDoS attack that like destroyed the internet. Yeah. People said it was hackers. I think it was just Bella Thorne was posting too much Tyler Posey content everywhere. <laughs> and it shut down the internet. She broke the internet or like people hacked so they could stop her. <laughs> yeah, Russia was like, absolutely not with this woman. Who Weekly does not condone <laughs> condone hacking, but if we did, it would be to stop <laughs> Bella Thorne's publicity. <laughs> Just want to put that out there. <laughs> does not condone hacking. We do not True. condone cyber attacks, but we, if we did condone cyber attacks, it would be for that purpose and only. All the boys my age love to go out and party and drink and like just go to clubs all night. And mm-hmm. I, I'm too exhausted. I just I I can't do it. When I get home from work, I just want to lay on my bed and watch Netflix and like you know eat a top ramen. You have long days. Yeah, and so Greg is not about that life. He's not about going to clubs and and all and all his friends do it too. And, uh, and he's just not like that. So it's, cool. it's great that I know somebody and, you know, can spend time with someone that works as hard as I do and understands, like, the point of exhaustion where you're just like, I'm sorry, I can't put on heels and makeup and look great today. I just, I just You should shut up because now we have to talk about Perry Edwards. Perry Edwards, who didn't shut up and made everyone freak out because of what she said. She wrote a book called Our World. <laughs> Wait, Question. So she didn't write the book. The girl group, Little Mix, wrote a book. They wrote a book together. Why would they write a book together? That's a whole other topic. Because so why Little would you Mix buy? Wrote a book. Would you rather buy the full story as opposed to like a single story? No, I don't know why, but I don't know what. What's the story? All you need to know is that she revealed in the book that Zane dumped her. They were engaged, by the way. Via yes. text message. But then he got way more famous than her, and I think that caused a problem. Yeah, that caused... I mean, yes, it's still causing It's problems. also funny, um, so this uh, this article comes when Little Mix has a new single, conveniently, and that single is called Shout Out to My Ex, so literally she's promoting a song about, like, f- being like, fuck off to your ex-boyfriend mm-hmm. uh, by being like, fuck off to her ex-boyfriend. So mm-hmm. just want to put that right. out there. Um, she basically... The, the weird thing is that the headline is that Perry Edwards felt homeless after Zayn Malik split, um, which is kind of insensitive to actual homeless people, if I'm being a little woke. I was going to bring that up, too, because the URL is reveal she was left homeless. But then she you wasn't click it, and the story homeless. is she just felt homeless. She was yeah. so far from homeless. She had a home. She probably she had several. Yeah. <laughs> she felt like she didn't have a home for her heart, I guess is what she was saying. But what does that oh, even mean? I'm sorry. Then please adjust the headline to say Perry Edwards felt metaphorically homeless after Zayn Malik split. When is the last time you would have ever seen the word metaphorically <laughs> in a tabloid headline? I'm just wanting them to be more accurate because this right now as it stands is not very accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not. So add that to another list of you know phone breakups i guess there's a lot of them in our history yeah better than i mean honestly at least he didn't leave a post-it i just love that her quote is um it was a horrible well this is sad but it was the horrible worst time of my life a four-year two four-year relationship two-year engagement ended by a simple text message just like that Mm -hmm. even though things with my career were going really well it was incredibly (laughs) difficult for me Wow, you literally cannot let yourself reach any type of emotional depth. So let's no. keep going. I was gonna. Well, I was gonna say it's funny imagining the 
a post-it, someone, like, if Zane had, <laughs> breaking up with someone in Little Mix with a post-it, the post-it would read, I'm sorry, I can't, who are you? <laughs> you know that's going to have to be a, a sticker. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I can't, who are who you? Who are you? <laughs> Um, wow, that's like the most basic and yet universal reference you've ever made. What was your news? Oh, uh, Burger broke up with me on a post-it. On a post-it? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. Read it and weep, my friends. I'm sorry I can't. Don't hate me. The motherfucker's concise. Lindsay, you wanted to talk about Catriona uh, White. We've never talked about this. It's been happening for a while. If you read the Daily Mail, you've read about it because there is no way to avoid it because they are relentless. This is the kind of story that they live and die for. Um, Because it's extremely dark, extremely sad, and involves an extremely famous A-lister. So uh, the A-lister that I'm talking about is Jim Carrey, who turns out is not a great guy. Who knew? Um, The reason why I want to talk about it this week is because this is like the first or second time maybe – that Us Weekly has talked about it. Um, but the way that they're talking about it is so interesting because while Daily Mail is ready to throw Jim Carrey in jail, um, Us Weekly <laughs> is ready to give him an award for being um, stronger and woke. Uh, the headline is, Jim Carrey says, every challenge makes you stronger amid wrongful death lawsuit from late girlfriend's mom. So basically what happened was, well, and also what's funny is that this is an article about a tweet. So they didn't even talk to him. They right, just, yeah. They quoted his, whatever. His tweet. Yeah. So if I could like back up on what happened, it's extremely depressing. Jim Carrey's ex-girlfriend, this young actress, much younger than him, um, committed suicide like while they were together. But they also were clearly having issues as documented by text messages that somehow got leaked to the press, essentially. So you can read these text messages that are really kind of fucked up where Jim Carrey is like sexting his depressed girlfriend um, the reason why I know she was depressed is because she was found with, like, medication. That's how she did it. And the medication that she was found with um, was Jim Carrey's medication. Like, he – it was under his name, the prescription. Well, his, like um, – remember, it's, it was his, his fake, fake name. name. Right. Because, like, was celebrities very... use fake names to get – which that taught me that celebrities use fake names to get prescriptions, which I did not know until this story. And also, uh, apparently, celebrities use fake names to also get STD tests because mm. – uh, Basically, uh, Jim Carrey had to get an STD test because of this, because one of the reasons why they were like she committed suicide was because she had gotten all these sexually transmitted diseases and was very upset about it. And so like this week he gets his it's leaked that he got his STD test under the name Jose Lopez, who has the same birthday as Jim Carrey. And he tested positive for a slew of STDs. And this is all coming out in court now because because uh, the mom of the of the woman who committed suicide sued Jim Carrey um, for wrongful death and all this stuff. Um, but then there's like a f- another layer of this story that is even more messed up. I'm the story is like really messy, but it's more just interesting in terms of the way that it's unfolding. So basically, you're wondering how is this woman suing Jim Carrey, and it's being so. How is all this stuff getting out there? The text messages, the something must be happening that is bigger than this kind of woman. Because Jim Carrey is like pretty powerful to shut this stuff down. And then you learn via other sources that 
this this woman was a Scientologist, and she was going through the journey of maybe becoming a very a higher up Scientologist. She was like taking all the classes and da da da. And Jim Carrey very publicly mocked Scientology. And so a lot of people are saying that Scientology is funding the lawsuit against Jim Carrey. Yeah. And that's really dark. Really dark. Um, also, the woman's name is um, Kathriona White. I think she went by Cat. Anyways, this is like one of those, I feel like with the good and the lol come the depressing. And this is one of those extremely Daily Mail-ish, uh, like they have the whole story if you want to go read it. And just like kind of very much clear that whatever happened with Jim Carrey and this girl, whether it was his fault or not his fault, he's like a gross guy. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't it doesn't make him look good um, no. at all. And it does seem like, because I thought this story was over, and the fact that this is still going and that Scientology may be involved suggests that this is going to get, like, much nastier. Yeah. To me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but let's not let's not end the main part of the show before Rita on a sour note. Let's end with uh, a great little laugh, um, because a great a great way to get a laugh is to read uh, Twenty Five Things You Don't Know About Me in Us magazine. But one of the better versions of those stories are when they aren't actors, when they come from a more serious background, like the Hillary Clinton one when they're a politician, or yeah. in this case, Chris Wallace. A very boring, old school journalist who is now on Fox News and was the debate moderator. Well, Us um, Weekly prides itself in uh, its topical moments. And so you can tell that either they had this ready to go when he hosted the third debate, right? Yosef yes, he, third. Or um, they quickly uh, jumped in at their relevancy to figure out how they were going to cover this event. Uh-huh. And this is how um, they covered the event to their, you know, in their brand. And um, we don't need to read all of them, but Lindsay pulled her favorite four. From... Yeah, in order. They they work very well in order. It's 14 through 17. So 1 through 13 and 18 through 25 do not matter at all. But so 14 do you through want to, 17. You read 14, I'll read 15. We'll go back and forth. Okay. 14. This is Chris Wallace. I have smoked one cigarette in my life. 15. I have never drunk a whole cup of coffee. That makes him my enemy. Um, 16. I love this one. I eat soup every Sunday after my show. <laughs> my wife, Lorraine Wallace, wrote a bestseller called Mr. Sunday's Soups. Number 17. I eat chicken every Saturday before my show. My wife, Lorraine Wallace, wrote another cookbook called Mr. Sunday's Saturday Night Chicken. Wait. Imagine defining your cookbook career based on what your, what husband, your husband eats. eats. On the weekends. Um, I just love that um, she has two cookbooks, Mr. Sunday's Soups and Mr. Sunday's Saturday Night Chicken. Wouldn't it just be Mr. Saturday's Night Chicken? Or like, couldn't he be, wouldn't it be Mr. Sunday's Soups and Mr. Saturday's Chicken? Well, I think she probably called him um, Mr. Sunday because (laughs) he's the, because he was Meet the Press moderator. So he was like... He was like the Sunday talk show guy for a long time. Oh, that so sucks that you write a cookbook based off your husband and his like nickname and what you feed him. 
yeah. after the sh- his show. Yeah. Um, I mean, side note, I did just get a copy of Ina Garten's new cookbook called Cooking for Jeffrey, which oh. is all of Jeffrey's favorite recipes. But, you know, she's released so many that don't have any. And Jeffrey's a big part of her brand. And, and also Barefoot like Contessa years. is a way bigger brand than the Jeffrey. Like, she's right. a bigger brand than he is. This is like, he literally had to say my wife and then beg them to put in Lorraine Wallace. <laughs> Like in brackets, like they didn't, they they put that in. He didn't even say her name, like not my wife Lorraine or my wife Lorraine Wallace. He just said my wife wrote a bestseller called Mister Sunday's Soups. My wife, Mister um, Sunday's Saturday Night Chicken is very funny. She has, uh, I, I mean, <laughs> you should look at the Amazon at the cookbooks I'm going. because. <laughs> I'm going. He's on the covers, but like in the background. She's in the foreground, but only barely. And he's like, yep, this is my wife. Um, She she makes me the chicken. She has a third book. Um, It's called Mr. and Mrs. Sunday's Suppers. So this time she's involved. So she calls herself Mr. Mrs. Sunday's? She's Mrs. Sunday. Uh, Whatever. Okay. I mean, I just, I like, I just don't, this is not a feminist endeavor, I don't think. I don't like it. I don't like that he's always skulking in the background waiting for his chicken to get ready. (laughs) Or his soup. Mr. Sunday Um, is waiting for his chicken. Like, do you think he calls himself Mr. Sunday? And look at him in the, in the, in the joint one where she's like in her home, like she's in her cardigan and like her little just shirt like her cooking outfit and he's in his suit like i just got home from work i can't uh, i'm reading i'm scanning the intro to um, mr sunday's saturday night chicken and this is one of the paragraphs you ready (laughs) god no i'm not (laughs) but while i create new dishes all the time i have to deal with a husband who likes to say change is overrated chris has been known to buy a new suit and keep in his closet for a month before he will start wearing it his favorite meal is chicken it's his comfort (laughs) food after I serve him chicken for the first Saturday nights before his show, he said, let's stick with chicken. So chicken became and still is our Saturday night dinner. Just like soup Sunday tradition that inspired my first book, our Saturday night chicken has become a family ritual. Oh, my God. Also, <laughs> this the poor only woman, quote- all she does is want to make new food and eat different <laughs> food. And her stupid husband. He's like chicken. chicken. Um, it reminds me of the subplot in Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar, in which Stalker Channing always has to make her husband meals, and he hates putting spice in it. Oh, and, yeah. Like, well, Patrick he's also Swayze abusive. walks in. Yeah, well, he, well, yeah, he's abusive. But Patrick Swayze, like, tastes her chili, and he's like, ooh, this needs spices. And she's like, no! He <laughs> oh, hates yeah. it! I know. And then she, like, throws herself in front of the, like... The, the shaker this when yes, she tries yeah. to add the spices yeah. oh and my then god all wow. pours in. Anyway. good second wong fu reference in like two weeks thank you what was she wearing where was she seen she posted what on instagram she's the who queen tens of people want to What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Lindsay, what is Rita Ora up to? Oh my God, so much. The premiere of her show, America's Next Top Rita, is pending. No, it's actually, it's happening. But like, it's soon. 12-12, and you know how I know it's soon? 
Because you see it everywhere on the subway the ads. ads are everywhere. Yeah. The ads uh, are everywhere. Our beautiful listeners have been tweeting at us pictures of the subway ad themselves with it, just it in general. Um, they're <laughs> so excited for Rita to appear on their television, I guess. Mm-hmm. I am too. Um, I am so excited to see what her fashion persona will be. She has been talking about this for a long time. And so we're ready to, you know, see what's up. Mm-hmm. Just like I'm ready to hear her one line in the next Fifty Shades movie. But is do you think, so she's going to be the one who says, like, the line, is she going to have the same, I wonder if she's going to use the same language as Tyra with, like, you're still in the running towards becoming America's Next Top Model, or she's going to, like, change it up for herself. I think that, like, they have to use that phrase, because that is very much the same. But there are certain Tyra-specific things, like Tyra mail, maybe it'll be called Rita mail. Or what if they call it what's Rita up to? <laughs> oh, they, <laughs> will not, they will not they will not call it. Wait. Was that was that a was that like they'll just call it mail? <laughs> <laughs> wow, be like, that's so rude to Rita. She doesn't even get Rita mail. She just I gets mean, it's just mail. mail. They'll be like mail's here. So it'll be but like, they have Rita to wait mail? for the actual like US post office to show up. The budget was was just too small for us to actually hand deliver this message. Um, Rita was speaking of fashion. Rita was on the cover of you guessed it, Paper Magazine. <laughs> Paper Magazine, yes. Um, you know, and she looked like a hundred different people. She really did not look like herself in this shoot. No, not at all. Which is usually not a bad thing, but for Rita, it is. Because it's a brand, um, it it dilutes her brand. It dilutes her brand, yes. (laughs) Uh, She looks like no one I've ever seen before in these photos. And every photo, she looks like a different different person. She's a a true chameleon. Yeah, it's very fashion. She's in Dolce. She's in Roberto Cavalli. She's in... What is she in? Mark Jacobs, um, Chanel. But honestly, if they didn't put her name on the cover, you would have no idea who she is. I mean, I just, it says a lot and like, no offense to Rita, but offense to Rita a little bit because I'm going to say it. It's interesting how like the show was big. It had Tyra Banks, supermodel, as its host because it's a show about modeling and now the show is being reboot by VH1 with like a lesser host, sorry, who's not actually a model for her full job, just Ashley maybe Graham a model. Will be there. I'm just saying it's just so many versions of lesser, like yeah, being on Paper right. Mag to be the fashion mag that happens right before the premiere. I'm pretty sure that they didn't want to be on Paper Mag. I'm sorry. They were probably trying to be in like some other mag. L or something. Something. So, yeah, but it didn't happen. I just, I'm very curious to see how this goes for everyone. Um, ANTM is a very addicting model, so it'll probably be good, I think. Yeah, still. it is. And um, I can't wait to see the first. I hope they have the same music with the disappearing. <laughs> so that's what Rita's up to. Um, a lot. I guess we're done. I mean, I know that I have to go work on my next album. That's what I'm... God. <laughs> got to get in the studio. Oh, God. Well, I have to go... Well, it's Sunday, and I got to go make some chicken. <laughs> Mr. Uh, what do you... No, on Sunday, you make soups. 
Well, I mix. I no. make chicken on Sundays. Mr. So you're so you're not saying you're Mr. Sunday. You're Mr. No, Saturday, Saturday who makes no. chicken on Sundays and you yes. make soups on Saturdays. You're the I don't opposite. know what I am. I just know we cannot <laughs> keep talking about Chris Wallace and her and his wife. I can't believe we talked about Chris Wallace for that long. Yeah, um, but we did, and now it's time to end. Uh, thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's for the Rita theme song, <laughs> as always. Uh, thank you all for uh, listening and leaving reviews on iTunes for the podcast, which means a lot to us. A lot, a lot, a lot. So much. And uh, buying the sticker, the stickers and loving them and using them as much as you do. Mm. We get so much joy from seeing it. Thank you to the wonderful fan who drew us this week. And we got really freaked out slash like really excited about it. (laughs) Yeah, it was wonderful. It was so weird and wonderful to be the subject of our first fan art shouts um, to that person whose name is Frizzy Do on Instagram. Frizzy Do. Love you. Um, Thank you to Freaker, who I learned did not get a Shark Tank deal, but was on Shark Tank, so you still count. Um, Yeah. Who has sent me some funny gifts, me and Bobby, some funny gifts. Um. What else is happening? I think that's it. Yeah. We did it. Another week. Um, Another journey. See you Thursday for Who's There? See you Thursday. Bye. Bye. You will say that. Breaking up with someone in Little Mix with a post-it, the post-it would read, I'm sorry, I can't. Who are you?